Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. Hashtag there is no offseason. Follow us on Blog Talk Radio backslash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. Also hop over to HerFantasyFootball.com and subscribe to our newsletter so you can see what we're up to this offseason. You can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook backslash Her Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. Oh, it's getting crazy in this NFL season. The draft is a month away. Lots of big moves in free agency. It's 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 exciting. I like it. Yeah. It's been a, I mean, I like it and I don't like it. It's kind of like overwhelming, all of it. Like, it's like, whoa, yeah. whoa. So we're going to play a little game as if uh, the draft was tomorrow about who we do and do not like at this point. But let's start off with some big NFL news. Adrian Peterson, guys, predictions, predictions. Any, anything going to change, Ashley? I mean, if AP, you're not doing yourself any favors in the no. public opinion pool. <laughs> but um, let's talk about what we do know with AP, right? So Zimmer says, I'm not going to speculate on what he wants or doesn't want. Adrian's under contract for three more years with us, and that's why you sign those contracts. That's why you get these big bonuses, you know? And then he goes on to say, we have no plans (laughs) to trade Adrian. Um, And then he kind of, like, stamped it when he was like, I think when he goes into the Hall of Fame, he's going to want to go in with the jersey that everyone remembers him as. That will be as a Viking. And I have to agree with him in terms of, to some extent, it kind of might wash away a little bit of what happened if he sticks with the Vikings versus just, like, packing up and going to a new team. And newsflash, you don't get a say, Adrian. You're under contract. I, I'm i confused why this is even, like, an ordeal. And I want to point out that Goodell still, on April 15th, has to decide, you know, the decision on whether he's going to be reinstated. It's going to happen, obviously. But it's like, I, I, I'm just completely confused by this entire ordeal here. Rumor has it Dallas Cowboys and Arizona Cardinals are, you know, are interested in him and whatnot, but, ugh. And I do love that Bruce Arians refused to make a comment. Do you guys see that today? Where he was like, he's like, are you trying to get me fired? That's tampering, dude. I can't talk about another player. I ain't saying jack about Adrian Peterson. I'd get fined for that. I uh, love Bruce Arians. Love him. I and love his little him. hat and whatnot. Nice. I just love him. Oh, my I just, gosh. He's going to stay with the Vikings, right? And if he throws this little pity party and refuses to play, he's doing himself an enormous disservice. I dare a 30-year-old running back to sit out two years in a row in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Okay? I double dare you. You want to sit out? I hope he does. You know, I mean, oh, okay, great. And then you're, you think you're going to make more money at 31 with another team? I don't understand the logic. <laughs> it literally, it's like he's he's taking crazy. Pill. You know, it's kind of like that commercial where like the woman posts all of her pictures to her actual wall. This is yeah. so much easier than uploading to Facebook. And that woman's like, that's not how any of this, this works. works. <laughs> that's <laughs> how I feel. Adrian <laughs> I, love I that unfriend commercial. you. No, <laughs> that's not how this works. That's not how any of it this is. works. <laughs> And I love his logic that, like, leaving the team would make the situation better. And, and going to Texas, hello, this is where all your illegitimate children live. Live. Do you really think no, that's the No, they all the live in Minnesota. I, but he brings them to Texas. Texas. Okay. The crime well, This is where the Texas. problem is. <laughs> the crime scene's in but, Texas. Yeah, I mean, let's that's, be clear. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's my that, thing is, what are you standing on, AP? The Minnesota Vikings aren't the ones that beat their children. You are. Like, why are you pretending like like you're better than them, right? You're the the victim. Exactly. The Vikings were the victim last year and obviously the children. But, like, they're the ones that had to go without their number one paid player. And and, still had to pay him. Who still got paid and And, didn't throw him under the bus. And, yeah. I mean, it just, um, hey, I, I, as a, as a football player, I'm a huge Adrian Peterson fan. 
Um, he is one of the guys I'm excited to play next year. He will play even if it isn't a Vikings jersey. I know his wife does not want to be there. She hates Minnesota. Um, but you know what? Go to the go to St. Louis. You know, go to go yeah. to you know Buffalo and tell me that that's okay. It's not. I get it. It's Arizona and and Texas where it is warmer and nicer, but. Give me a break. I mean, just give me a break. Minnesota is a fabulous place to live. You're surrounded by great people, you know, and it's football. At the end of the day, it's your job. Put on your uniform and your pads and get out there and play. And And you you will. And you you will. And I think it will be for the Vikings. Let's have this conversation in three years when it's relevant, when you have an opportunity to go to another team. Hey, listen, I wouldn't blame the Vikings for letting him go. It is a lot of money they have to pay him this year. He's unhappy. It's obviously, you know, everybody knows that he's unhappy there. So give him up for a few trade picks in in the draft and start rebuilding your team, you know, again and get rid of the 30-year-old running back. You know, I, I don't have a problem with that. I don't think that's a bad thing. I will say if a trade happens or he, you know, it goes down. It's going to happen before the draft because it does. it's going to involve some draft picks. But you know what? I'm sick of these prima donnas because, you know, look at somebody like Larry Fitzgerald, who's not exactly been in a primo situation the last few years, and he sits there, and he's classy, and he doesn't pitch a fit with the organization. He doesn't make crazy trade demands. What is it, What What is makes it okay for a player to all of a sudden just decide, I'm not happy I'm gonna force it. I'm gonna force a trade. I'm gonna to refuse to play. Okay. Well, great. This is, then, this then is don't a little play. different. I mean, he he didn't play all last year. He's suspended for a whole year. It's. I mean, I I understand the idea of wanting a fresh start. That's what he wants, right? He wants a yeah, fresh start. Yeah, he wants a fresh start. He, you New know. fans that don't judge him, and yeah, right. right. And and I understand that. But the Vikings are a sports organization who would like to win football games. Right. And if they drop you, they still have millions of dollars against the cap. It's not terrible, but it still is a problem. And frankly, they're not going to just let you do whatever you want. You don't get to call the shots when you're the one who screwed it up last year. And the Vikings didn't do anything as an organization to deface him in any way. He's doing this all by himself today, and it makes no sense. And speaking of, his agent, Bob the Dog, Dogra, Ugh. ew. I think that's all we need to say. Ew. But here's my also, thing with the fresh Also, he rode a camel thing. into when he <laughs> entered his birthday party. Did you guys see this video? The dog no. did? No, Adrian no, Peterson oh. rode a camel into his birthday party when he turned 30 this year. It's quite funny. Um, but I just thought to bring up, like, it, He's under contract. I've been saying this for over a month. Everyone was bringing him up like he was a free agent, and I didn't understand because I was like, you guys, he's not a free agent. The Vikings right. aren't just going to let him go. It doesn't make any sense. And, yeah, I also um, on Deadspin, there's an article titled Adrian Peterson is an effing moron by Drew Magary, <laughs> and I would suggest you reading it because it's every Vikings fan's feelings all wrapped up. They were like, if you could just once have a skill player that isn't, a complete idiot. I would appreciate it, Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I sat to Randy Moss. I did all this. I mean, it was a. It's a really fun video or a fun article. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't understand. Pull it together, yeah. AP. Pull it Pull together. Pull it together. Put on that purple jersey and have a good time. Come on. All right. The Eagles have made a lot of headlines this off season with their free agency trades. It's, yeah. it's getting crazy. There's now rumors about what they're going to do in the draft, maybe pick up a quarterback. My question is, they got Sam Bradford. There's rumors all over the place that they're going to trade Sam Bradford for something else. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Who is really going to start as the Eagles quarterback come September? My opinion, Sam Bradford. And it's because of the DeMarco Murray pickup. Because they're BFFs, that's why he's there. I think that it. I, I'm gonna say it's now written in pen that Sam Bradford is the quarterback, not stone, but it's not a pencil for me. I feel like is it's it one of those solid. pens that has the eraser on it? 
No, although those are terrible. Those are the worst pens. Those are the worst. They are the worst. They don't even really erase. It's stupid. They don't really write either. Yeah, Yeah, terrible. Uh, I think the likelihood of him starting all 16 games is a question. Although he did start all 16 games in 2010 and 2012, and in both seasons he went for over 3,000 yards. So um, it's, you know, something to think about. I, I don't think that. Tampa Bay or Tennessee is going to let a quarterback slip by them. So unless they literally give up the farm, then I, I just don't think it's going to happen. In fact, the Tennessee uh, GM said that if Mariota was on their team, he'd be the starter. Yeah, I don't. I don't. See I don't any. see it happening. They gave up too many already draft picks for this draft, in in conjunction with the Foles trade for me for me to make them make any kind of logical sense. They literally, like you say, would have to give up the organization essentially to make it happen uh i'm intrigued with the tim tebow working out at camp thing right now they say they're not going to sign him so take a deep breath um but it was fun for a day it was it was fun for a day to be like chip kelly you have literally lost your mind it is gone it is gone no but what's really interesting and why i think sam bradford also is going to start courtney is that they actually have compared him to Peyton manning um, I saw that and I lost my mind. I I, I, I need a second. I, I, I need a second to compute. It. But what they're saying is, you know, in that lead of the 2010 NFL draft, they were saying that they evaluated him as the best young quarterback they've seen probably since Peyton Manning came out of college, right? So they're saying out of college, out you know, two of them together, same kind of situation. Then they went on to say that you know, or Kelly said. The Peyton Manning's missed a year. Tom Brady's missed a year. Drew Brees has missed a year. And that if Sam Bradford hadn't missed a year, they probably wouldn't have been able to, you know, get a player of his caliber for what they did. I want to be like, Sam Bradford, A, is not in the same ballpark as Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and B, he's missed more than a year. Right. You know, it's... To me, that's his biggest issue is you can't trust his health. And so, like, brands say, will he play all of 2015? I don't know. I don't think it's because he's going to get benched for another player. I'm, I'm concerned he's going to be healthy for the whole season. Yeah. That's my concern. Sanchez. Ole, 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 ole. There's no way they're going to get Mariota. <laughs> There's, There's no, no way, way There's they're no going to get Mariota. But yeah. I do think they're going to draft a quarterback. I don't – I I – think that they're going to wait and I but I think they're going to get one there's a there's a few good quarterbacks coming yeah. out this year and I think they're going to wait they're they're not going to get him they're not going to pay to switch up to get him um everybody wants Mariota he's a great guy you know and for a guy to be able to sit on your bench two years get experience and or I guess start but I don't know if he's NFL ready um immediately but um I do think I do think Philadelphia will draft a quarterback, um, I and I will say that Sam Bradford will play twelve games. Ooh, mm. I feel good as about that starter, number, Courtney. As the starter, that's I feel. I think good. that's a great estimate. Yeah, I think it's twelve. That's what I'm going with. I like it. It's my thing. But I don't. I, I mean, I'm not even sure if he's gonna stay. I, to be honest, like I think he's. I I don't know. I mean, I'd like him to stay because I do think he is a good quarterback. I do. You know. You yeah, we've been a fan it. with him, of him on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we don't feel yeah. ill about him. No, it's just a weird situation. It is a weird situation. And if anything, I hope he wouldn't be ill-used by them in the sense they draft him and then they trade him away as trade bait to an organization that's not gonna start him. That I actually would Draft feel bad two? about. I, I feel they made the trade for Bradford, oh, and then if they oh, get rid oh, of him, it, it's like trade bait to do draft picks and whatnot, uh, I'm going to feel bad. I thought maybe we were talking a, about Mariota again, and I was like, no. oh, I don't think they'll trade him away. That'd be cool. He's, he's just, he's, you know. Although you never know. You never probably can get more for Mariota than they can for Sam Bradford. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, the fantasy, our fantasy drafts are, you know, a little ways away. But the reality is that I remember we did a draft come the beginning of June. So it is coming up sooner than later, people. So get yourselves ready. We're going to go over some of our favorite and not so favorite players coming into 2015. It's early, but we can still make our bold predictions. So, ladies, if the draft was held tomorrow, who are your uh, top five players you're keeping an eye out for, pumped up for, ready to play? 
Should I go first on this one? Sure. I do want to preface, these are not my top five players overall. These are the top five players from my teams that I cover, which would be far different than who I would actually draft. Let's not even say top. Let's not say top five. Let's just say five players overall that we're excited about. Yes. Right. All right. So mine would be Mike Evans. Definitely. Ben Roethlisberger. um, Jamal Charles. Demarius Thomas slash Emmanuel Sanders, and then Joyke Bell. Do you want me to go into my reasoning why, or are we kind of yeah, all listing and that? Okay. Okay, Courtney, you don't tell me twice. <laughs> we'll start with Mike Evans. So I'm excited about drafting Mike Evans because, you know, not as my top receiver by any means, but he was the second best rookie wideout last year and the 11th best wide receiver overall, which is a little surprising when you're thinking about Mike Evans being on a pretty crappy team. You know, he didn't exactly have a Hall of Famer throwing the ball his way in Josh McCown. <laughs> so the prospect of Jameis Winston shouldn't entirely scare you off too much. Because I would have to believe they would at least be somewhat on par. Okay? So, you know, I get it's scary, and it's okay to be a little scared. But this kid showed not only improvement of overall knowledge in terms of the playbook, but each week he was running better routes, which is what routes, I like. Yeah. My biggest issue with him is that he was not an overall yardage kind of receiver, right? He's the guy that's targeted in the end zone. If he can be add just even a little bit more of that yardage component to his game this year and not just be purely a touchdown vulture, he could be a really, really, really solid wide receiver too. Borderline virgin on wide receiver one. And I think you can yeah. get him lower than you would think. So I like Mike Evans a lot. Love See, I'm afraid he's going to be like... Uh like a sleeper that people go really early on that's not really a sleeper. I'm, I'm worried about his draft stock. I'm, I'm excited to – I hope that we're the only people that like him, but we're not. We're not. No, but I'm I do... okay getting him high. I mean, not like yeah, super not high, scared. but yeah. I'm not – yeah, I'm not scared of Mike Evans. As long as James Winston can stay off a lunch table. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing for me, exactly. Mike, it's everything around Mike Evans that's but, touch and go. But, but him I think, himself is a true talent, and I think he can come up on top of that regardless of the issues around him. I agree. And I think that, that the possibility of people being scared around the Jameis Winston situation, which I can understand, may get you – He might you might be able to get him a little bit lower in the draft. You're right. Someone may reach for him crazy high. It's possible. Totally possible. Kind of get a feel of your room. I wouldn't reach crazy high for him. But then again, he was the 11th highest scoring receiver last year. On, yeah. on the bus. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Right. All right, my next one is Big Ben Roethlisberger. For one reason or another, this guy has been like the forgotten man in 2014. He's not respected as one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and I'm not entirely sure why. I get if you don't like him on a personal level. I get it. But don't let that fool you into not drafting him. First off, he has some of the most explosive targets in the league in A, Antonio Brown, who was the top receiver in the league last year. And guess what? Someone decent has to throw him the ball. And then Le'Veon Bell, who is as much of a target in the air as he is on the ground. So Le'Veon Bell, in my opinion, is you know the most dual threat, well-rounded, multifaceted, whatever version you want to say for running back in the league. Personal opinion. But both Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are top 10 picks in the draft. They are no-brainers. And Big Ben feeds them the ball. And he was the fifth highest scorer playing overall last year. But for some reason, people still view him lower than Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Tony Romo, all of which he had more points and better stats last season with. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. I can feel Brandon he- like... Brain, you need to pe- put people's personalities aside <laughs> from the fantasy drafts, all right? I mean, I think it's just time that we just move on from him being a creepy person. Okay. <laughs> you see, Courtney, if he would have pitched a fit and left Steelers and had his fresh start, we probably wouldn't even be talking yeah. about this right That's now, right. right? That's right. right. That's all we needed was an AP trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His agent was really messed up. Yeah, yeah. He needed the dog. You can't deny stats. Dog. <laughs> needed the dog. It's true. I, I you know, it, everybody around him is such a great supporting cast. You know, I feel like... Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. There is no one big leader on that team, you know? 
it is, they all just work so well together and they just help each other's fantasy numbers huge. And I, I love drafting from the Steelers. I think it's a smart choice. And if you want to talk durability versus, you know, Sam Bradford, I mean, big Ben (laughs) plays with broken feet, broken ribs, probably broken hands. I mean, the guy just like plays always. You never really worry about him being out. Do that when you don't have feelings. <laughs> I'm oh. oh, it's so good. Who's your next one, Ashley? Jamal Charles. I've got some obvious ones here, but there's been some you know interesting developments. Um, so that's why they're kind of in my list here. So again, what? Like they got a wide receiver? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Jamal Charles obviously always uh, is a pick. But with the pickup of Jeremy Macklin, I am oddly optimistic that he will have an even better year this year. I like it. So, yes, I know you were thinking that this will actually take away from touches with Charles. But I think this actually opens up the field and opens up Charles' options. So Charles can catch the ball. We all know Alex Smith is a dump-off kind of guy, which plays into Charles' strengths. And the main fact now is that the defense won't be able to crowd the line as much as you know they have been on account for Jeremy Macklin. So that's going to actually spread the field a bit. Charles was still the seventh best running back, despite being out injured at some games and an incredibly slow start, if we all remember, right? Yeah. And so I expect him to be just as dependable, if not better, in 2015. Good. I agree. I like it. I think think that Jamal Charles is is hitting the point where he can't just be the one-man show. Like, he has to have people to have an option and out, you know, a break. How about that? Yeah. Like a water break. I mean, come on. So I think it's a good thing. I'm excited for Jamal too. Thoughts, nice. Brian? Do you yeah. Like Jamal? Well, I mean, I'm always for Jamal Charles. Jamal has feelings. He probably. Jamal I mean, I don't is know actually, personally. Jamal is actually a very sensitive man. <laughs> very sweet. Does a lot of good work and uh, is very affected <laughs> by the, the things that goes on with his team members. So I saw a very nice interview with him, and it was just, you know. Aww. Well, now I really like him. Sweet little Jamal. Yeah, and you know that the man, the football player, the Chiefs, that killed himself in the parking lot, it was Jamal Charles' wife's sister. That was was the fiancé that he killed before killing himself. So, like, and that was just, like, messed him up, and he was, you know, just the way that he recovered and the way he comforted his family. I mean, love him. He's great. He's He's great. He's a good person. Way to rebound with that one, Ashley. Who's your next one? (laughs) Again, obvious, but I'm confused why it's not obvious, is Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. So lots of people are nervous about these guys because of Peyton Manning, right? Listen up here, people. Peyton Manning was hurt at the end part of last year and was still able to contribute to Demarius Thomas being the second highest scoring wide receiver and Emmanuel Sanders being the sixth highest scoring wide receiver. We would not be even remotely having all this hoopla about Manning coming back if Manning didn't feel that he could come back and perform to a top level. He's always been very clear about the fact that he's going to pull himself out of the game when he can no longer contribute to his team. And I think his standard of contributing is far different than most people's standard. He was the fourth highest scoring quarterback last year. So let's just stop this foolish talk and don't even remotely think about devaluing Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders. I don't get it. Yeah, I think that's bananas. And uh, my husband was listening to Denver Sports Radio today and called me immediately and was like, Philip Rivers wants to come and be a Broncos after his contract is up next year. And I was like, what? That's... What? So if Crybaby Rivers comes to the Broncos, I still think Demarius and Emmanuel's stock is still as high. It is still I'm as telling high. You, the Broncos is where quarterbacks wow. come to die. And I'm actually starting to get into it. I'm like, bring it on. Bring it on. We don't need those Winstons. <laughs> We, you know, just keep coming. I mean, I would rather Rogers or Brady come to die, but, you know, I'll take a Rivers. <laughs> take I'll take will. a Rivers. Yeah, absolutely. 
We'll take a dejected charger. Yeah, right. no, All no right. Kaepernick, which or Bradford's. I don't, I don't want any newbies. I want old and sturdy. You know, that's what I'm into. Which, speaking of our baby Broncos, I want to thank at fifty two eighty shirt shop for this adorable, adorable. hoodie. So it's cute. Look good looking so hands. I'm on YouTube. You can't see it if you're not if you're just listening. <laughs> but it is adorable. And thank you at 58 Church Shop for sending it to me. And it is Bronco swag. Classic yeah. Bronco swag. It is. Swag. It's really classic. It's awesome. We'll post it's a picture awesome. on our Facebook and Instagram so people can see it. It's cute. Yes. So please check we'll it out. Put, but thank we'll you. We'll put Philip Rivers' head instead of yours. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah, it'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. Oh, Ashley, man. you got another one? I do, I do. My last one, Joyke Bell. Oh, Joyke. So, I'm excited from this season for the fact that we're finally not going to have a running back by committee situation on our hands in right. Detroit. Finally. Right. I wish you would have taken notes, Saints. But anyway. Unless uh, they draft someone. Well, yeah, so I'm going to get to that. So right now they've got George Wynn, they've got Theo Riddick. Riddick will get some touches, but certainly we will not be looking at a 50-50 share situation like no. we've seen in the past. There was talk about, um, what's I want to say, Ray Rice coming. But Jim Caldwell has made that pretty clear that he does not think that Rice would be a good fit for the team. Uh, to basically sum it up, Caldwell does not put up with off-field or on-field <laughs> issues for that matter. Uh, and so, you know, that's just not going to happen. They will more than likely need to pick up a running back, um, and that will probably come from the draft. They have hosted Todd Gurley and Tevin Coleman, you know, which could pose a threat to Bell. But till anyone is drafted and we see how they are actually playing during camp, I say there is no reason to worry at the moment. In my opinion at this point, it is Joyke Bell's position to lose. Yeah. Great. Love him. Yeah. Always a Joyke fan. It might be his name, though. Probably. Or the Detroit Lions jersey. It just really gets me going, too. (laughs) Love those Lions. I do, I do. Brandon, who are your your five guys that you're uh, pumped about? Well, I'm going to start with an obvious one, but one that I think we need to discuss, which is LaShawn McCoy at the Bills, which, by the way, did you know that they're having coach meetings in the hot tub? I love it. Rexy Sexy. Rexy Sexy's press conference. I didn't even hear the words coming out of his mouth. I'm so in love with him. I was like, I love you, (laughs) Rexy Sexy. Why aren't all meetings in a hot tub? I mean, seriously. If you're going to be in sports, isn't that part of the benefit? Is hot tub? Sure. Absolutely. You need to relax those muscles. Those Those coaches are tight. It's tension. Coaches are tight. Now, sadly... Uh, I think Sean McCoy is probably going to be the first pick of the draft next year if you're in standard scoring. Because Rex Ryan committed to the ground and pound. In fact, he says he wants to run the ball 50 times a game if possible. Love it. Do it. Love it. Love it. Fred Jackson. Now, I'm still partial for um, going stud wide receiver in first round if you're in a PPR league, but I digress. The point is is that I love him at this position. He actually had, even in, you know, Eagles territory, he had 1,319 rushing yards last year, which was the third highest in the league, which is surprising. Mm -hmm. And I keep drilling this down because in a bad year, he still was the third highest rusher. Yeah, it seemed like a really ho-hum year for him. But it well because he only scored five touchdowns rushing, zero passing. That's why. Yeah, it's hard when you don't get touchdowns. It's really hard. That's but I think change is coming. Change is coming. I like it. Yeah, I like me some Lashawn. I do too. I I just think that if you're not the first three picks, there's no way he's going beyond three in standard scoring. He may not even go beyond three in PPR leagues. But seriously, what does this mean for Fred Jackson? Yeah, but Fred Jackson's gonna be like a change of pace. Like maybe every once in a while they'll do like a pass. I don't. I don't. I. Well, I think, if it's you know, fifty touches, I know there's no way that means Fred Jackson's gonna have a huge part of the offense still, right? I mean, if you're in deep leagues, Fred Jackson is a legit pick. I. I think. I mean, if they're well, because really you get him do, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A good a good amount of touches for running back is we're gonna say what. 
20 to 20. 35 max per game. That's like crazy town. And if he's talking 50, you're right, Courtney, that well, they're not Fred Jackson has to be a component. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if this is the mindset, then that means Fred Jackson is still going to be a component of this game. And he's still got it. Obviously, LaShawn McCoy is going to take the bulk of those carries. But for a change of pace guy, it might be perfect for Fred Jackson because he is still an explosive player. And if you give him a bit of, you know, time to breathe, it could be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I enjoy everything that's going on in Buffalo. Even Charles Clay, even though I disagree with the amount of money that they're paying him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I would say also DeMarco Murray. Listen, listen. Yes, Dallas has an amazing offensive line. Agreed. That narrative, though, has exploded to a point of delusion. You guys, DeMarco Murray is a really good running back. He's a one-cut-and-go right up the field kind of guy. He's exactly what Chip Kelly wants. He's very excited to play. Yes, 393 touches last year is a lot. I agree. But the way people are already talking him down, it's nuts. So now he's value because you're going to be able to get him on the turn. You might be able to get DeMarco Murray on the turn with a Randall Cobb, and how would that be to the start of your fantasy It depends on if you can, congrats, but I don't think so. Maybe, because if people go with a top receiver for the first pick, which a lot of people are going to do, and I can't say that's a bad choice, uh, you could get him on the turn. Listen, on, it depends. Like if you're in a 14-team league, you've got no shot. If you're in like an 8-team league, you've got a chance of the turn. I think, I think you have a chance at the term in a, in, a, in a longer league. A lot of people hate him this year. There He's not my favorite. Articles. He's not my favorite. Yeah, there are articles dedicated to avoiding DeMarco Murray in the draft. So I'm saying you might, if you're in a, like even a 12-person league, I think you might be able to get him on the turn. Yeah. And I think that is a great value. And now, I wouldn't want to take him number one overall, like how he finished the season. That would be crazy, and no one's going to do that. But I think that, that he might be a great corner piece to a team that you're building at the end of the turn. So it's just something to think about, so I'm excited, and I hope I can do that. And that's how I did it this year. I took him at the end of the turn this year. Um, but anyway, on that note, Randall Cobb. So glad he's back with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, where he should be. He supposedly he took a little less money to stay there. I don't care. He gets all of my gratitude because I'm looking for another thousand plus season, double digit touchdowns. It's all the same. And that's yeah. Jordan yeah. Nelson doing the same thing. I love it. I love them. I love it all. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love the whole crew. Um, obviously. I mean, who doesn't love Aaron Rodgers? But you know. Uh, Eric Decker. Crazy I'm gonna start people. a hashtag. It's gonna be called hashtag respect Decker. She's still on the Decker train. I like it. <laughs> I am. I have actually now bought like a, a monthly pass on the Decker train oh, that ooh, renews itself. Ooh. That's right. That's an MTA joke. Um, that's New York. Yes, yeah, there. yeah. Got Just it. for people we that don't it. live there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, they had um, this quarterback carousel last year of Michael Vick and Geno Smith. A total nightmare. nightmare. He was hurt the whole season. For some reason, the GM decided not to spend any money and fill out the team, and they were ridiculously, like, had just ridiculous amount of cap space. They didn't have the necessary players to win. He was the only wide receiver on the team, the only person the defense looked at, and he still acquired 962 yards and five touchdowns. Now, it's not as impressive as his Broncos numbers, but it's very close to 1,000 yards. They couldn't even make it down the field, so actually his five touchdowns was very impressive when you actually watch yeah. the team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yes, he did get most of those in week 17 where he caught 10 passes for 221 yards and a touchdown. But he has talent. And now that he has Brandon Marshall, I love it. I love it. And you know what? I enjoy the Fitzpatrick-Geno Smith combo. I think they'll be able to do something there. I don't. But you're not it. drafting him high. Decker? Yeah. I'm not drafting him high, but I'm gonna. But he's a value pick for sure. I think I totally. Think I think where you can get him, I think it's worth it. For I, I agree. It could he could turn out to be that Denver Bronco number guy, twenty you know twenty thirteen. I think that he yeah. could be that this year again. Uh, so I think it is. It's a good. It's a good sleeper pick. And his wife's bathing suit maternity so shot. Cute. Oh my god! With the matching bathing suit with her one year old. Precious. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I would never do it, but amazing. 
props to you, lady. <laughs> yeah. Props to you. Props to any Good girl stuff. does a selfie in a bikini. There's no way I would ever, even at my best <laughs> yes, body, no. be like, you know what I want to do? Take a picture of myself half naked in a bikini and post it on Instagram. Nope. Especially when you're, you know, three months pregnant, you know? Never. Like, it's, it's, well, it's classic. Actually, great. I'd probably do it when I'm pregnant more so than now because I don't have an excuse when you're pregnant. Be like, oh, it's That's just my true. baby. That's it's true. just the baby. Yeah. yeah. It's all baby. You're right. You're right. Good job, Deckers. Way to, way to keep producing. I'm into it. That's right. Who's and next, my last, Brandon? My last one is Eddie Royal. Now, this is my sleeper pick. Deep, deep sleeper. Deep. So he has ties to Adam Gacy and Jay Cutler from his Bronco days, um, which, by the way, I was on um, a podcast um, for the FF Locker Room, and Adam Inman is one of the hosts there, and uh, it was so funny. He didn't know we were sisters. Really? That's I've heard that a couple that's of funny? times. So I wanted to bring up that we are indeed sisters, and we're all we're all. Broncos fans born and raised, although now we play fantasy, so we kind of know everybody. But um, so when it comes to the Broncos days, I kind of felt like Eddie Royal had a little pop there. And last season actually wasn't that bad. He caught 62 passes for 778 yards and seven touchdowns. And when you consider that the Chargers were a disaster zone as a whole on mm-hmm. their offensive side of the ball. That actually wasn't terrible. Yeah. I think that he could have some really decent games. I'm thinking especially in bye weeks, depending on the matchups. I just, if Cutler stays the starter, if they have a moderately okay preseason, I am okay drafting him in my redraft leagues as low as he's going to go. I'm yeah, just, I'm sure yeah. he's not even gonna get drafted in, in lots of lots of leagues. Which, you know, it's just like keep your eye. That's a great pickup. Eddie Royal Eddie yeah. Royal is and legit. You know he is scrappy. He likes to run down yep. that sideline and all of a sudden he is open and he is gone. You know? Especially so. if you're in best ball leagues, he's yeah. fantastic yes. to pick up because he's good for at least two or three crazy explosive games a season. He may yeah. zero out in some other ones. But if you're in a best ball format, he, he's a great pick, player to pick up because in those leagues, he's never going to have a game high enough consistently, you know, to be worth it. But in the best ball format, he can. Yeah. He could blow one of your starters out of the water for two or three weeks. So know your format, and he's a good option for that. Love it. Now, granted, his rookie season was in 2008, and that's also when Brett Favre was a Jet. So. <laughs> Memories. Oh, stop it. Oh, you know, I'm most excited. My favorite sophomore of the year is Mr. ODB. I just cannot get enough of Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. Um, I would not be mad how high you pick that man up. Seriously, I do not. I do not care. I just saw The Football Life with uh, Tom Coughlin, by the way. Love him. And I, I'm, like, overly in love now. Like, overly <laughs> in love. Like, I, you know, every year we do a draft ourselves, and we pick who we have, who we represent that year, and who we cover um, in the mm-hmm. NFL. And um, I, I, I just hope I keep the Giants, because Coughlin and I are, like, we're Is, we're, is we're this verging on some Rex Ryan love here? No, no, not Rexy sexy. No, no not quite close. No, though. no, because Rexy's just crazy, and I, 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 I feed off of crazy. Um, but I just love <laughs> that Coughlin's players like hate him, and then like grow this respect and end up like absolutely loving him and not wanting to play for anybody else. You know, like I'm just like, I just love that like storyline. You know, I'm just into Anyways, ODB, though, is the real storyline coming out of the Giants. <laughs> Huge numbers last year with 91 catches, 1,305 yards, 12 touchdowns, and only 12 games. Games, that's the crazy part. I That's just the craziest part. I mean, he had very similar numbers to Des Bryant. He played all 16 games. Um, he's just going to be crazy. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just so excited for him and the organization. You know, I mean, you it, have no shot at him if you're not a top five pick. Right, and he should, I think he should go that high. I agree. He's healthy, he's a freak. Yeah. It's, it's a consistent play in, in the Giants. I feel like it's not always great. 
but it's it's good enough for fantasy. When it comes. I might even draft Eli Manning this year. Oh, Brandon! It's, I wouldn't be mad. I would not be mad. I know. Just Brandon's hatred of Eli Manning has I know. you know spanned like Especially two years with now. Shane Vereen. I just it's, I love the whole offense. There's, right there's now. a giant vibe going right now. I like it. A giant vibe. It's See what I did there? See, hey, hey. Wink, wink. It's true. It's true. My second player we talked about earlier in the show, but I don't care, guys. I am excited for Adrian Peterson. Oh. I'm excited. I think that his values is going to be lower than what it should be in a lot of drafts. And uh, the last time he came back to prove something was when he tore his ACL and uh, he almost brought, broke the single-season yeah. rushing record. I think this is round two, guys. He is a freak. You do forget that this man is a freak He is a freak. Nature, and he's been playing on a team that only has just him, like Jamal Charles. But the difference is he actually wanted to play when he came back yeah. from the ACL injury. Now he's going to want to get paid. That's the thing, is that he's going to want to leave, and now he wants to get paid. So if he has to stay, he's going to prove to another team, again, it doesn't matter that I'm 30, I deserve to play. All the haters are going to hate, and you're going to be able to get him for good value, people. It's true. It's true. But you would take, like, Le'Veon Bell over AP. LaShawn McCoy over AP. If AP goes to Dallas, I am taking Dallas over. I'm taking AP over anybody but McCoy. If AP goes to Dallas, I am taking AP over anybody but McCoy. Intriguing. He can play. I he that offense. I think is. It's an uh, interesting thought if he does go indeed to Dallas. I just if don't he think stays with the Vikings, I still think he's a great pick. If he goes to Arizona, I still think he's a great pick. I think he's gonna stay a Viking, but I still think he's a great pick. I do. Nothing. I like it. He is going to hate. one of those haters like my sisters. Haters got to hate. Why I brought, that's why I brought him up. It's controversial. I am the hater. Let's talk about that. Yes, you are. <laughs> I like it. I do not draft certain people. You always tell because Brian just goes, mm. Mm. She goes silent. Mm. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. We live in different states. She can't slash my tires. <laughs> and it's not that it's like it's just you know what it is is for me I think it's one thing if we're going to talk about daily where I would use someone for a day to make money and then I don't feel bad about it at all but if I have to cheer for them all season there is an element of that that for me I'm like I just especially if it's like one of the studs I just it's it's a it's too long a season for me to have to be like, yay, I hope you do well. I just I I don't know. I mean maybe, you know, you know me. So this means I mean, if you're I ever on a fantasy, I haven't drafted Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I'll say ever. if you're ever on a team with Brandon, you know she's never gonna pick up Ben Roethlisberger. Nope. Or AP now. They're off the list. I just what I don't like, I you know what? I maybe would have even had a minorly different opinion, but he shows zero remorse and is now playing the victim card he is literally walked backwards for me like i i mean now he's just blowing my mind where i'm like i can't like you're just out of control but as far as football is concerned courtney's analysis is correct so you might as well listen to her yeah so you, you have to take your emotions out of the fantasy drafts i take it out you know what these are these are men with pads and a uniform and a helmet and that's all i think yeah. about i don't care what they look like in their street clothes and I mean I do like in that moment like you know like last year I did not draft AP I did not draft Ray Rice you know those kind of things but time has gone you have to forgive don't always forget that you, we move on you know well and there's some players for your own sanity that you literally never watch like I would never watch Jordan Cameron because all I did was get frustrated the whole game because he wouldn't score his points till the last two minutes of the game Every time. Absolutely, yeah. So he's just one of those people that I will Tebow. never watch, ever. I just want to see his final score. fourth quarter. Yeah, and I was fourth like, quarter, can't do yep. it. Well, who does score points throughout the whole game does Bryant. He's an obvious one. He will. He's a great player. He got his money. He's excited. Game on. 
But what I am excited about that I think Brandon alluded to earlier, Brandon and I, you know, differ a lot here, but um, that offensive line for the Dallas Cowboys is out of control. They lost nobody. (laughs) And I don't care if it's Lance Dunbar, Dunbar behind center. I am drafting the Dallas Cowboys running back. Darren McFadden is on my team. I don't care. It's going to – I just I just hope that wow. this offensive line <laughs> gets paid this after this year and they just prove that we can make – if we can make Darren McFadden a legit running back in the NFL, we can make anybody a legit running back. And I'm not saying DeMarco Murray is not like wow. – you know, he's bad, and that it was only the offensive line. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's no shame in drafting the Dallas Cowboys running backs. I would agree, Corn, that the line is legitimately good. They are good, yes. and I will never take away the fact that they are good. But I also will not take away the fact that DeMarco Murray is a fantastic running back. Absolutely. And there, Absolute. you, will, you will have vast different points between Lance Dunbar and DeMarco Murray. Now, I Lance disagree. Dunbar... Okay, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe uh, he's Lance Dunbar is not going to have a DeMarco Murray 2014 season, but he is going to have a better season. He, he, okay, if he is, okay, let's just start there. If he is the main back in Dallas, he will be, I think he will be a top 12 running back. Maybe. Yeah. But if AP came. That's a starter. But if AP came to Dallas, he would do better than Lance Dunbar. There's well, just there's just yes, facts of a talent. AP yeah. is a freak. Yes, of course. And I'm not I'm not Demarco taking Murray away will from do Demarco Murray. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. I'm not taking away Demarco Murray's talent. He's great, but he was better behind that offensive line. And Demarco Murray will not have the season that he had last year going behind that line. I'm sorry, he will not. There's no way. And if he does, I, don't, I yeah, will he, draft he won't have Murray the same season. the year he retires. There's no way he'll have the same season. Because, again, we're big fans of stressing the importance of offensive line here for a multitude of reasons. A strong offensive line helps. Um, certainly. I agree. I think for me more what I was saying is that people just keep, like, saying how DeMarco Murray was not that good. And it's like, no, he is that good. He's partially that good because of the offensive line. He won't have that same season. There's no way. And, and Lance Dunbar isn't going to have the same season as DeMarco Murray did. But I agree. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't I would draft DeMarco, sorry, Lance Dunbar if he is the running back in Dallas as my number one running back. I'd take him as a number two. Dunbar? I'm going to need Dunbar. to see I don't even season. say, I don't even think you should take him as a number two. I think he is going to go low. And I think he's, like, so worth it is what I'm saying. And I'm not even saying it's going to be Dunbar. It might be McFadden. And this is definitely where you have to keep your eyes. They might draft somebody. They might trade again. They might – you never know what's going to happen and who their running back is going to end up being. I'm just saying that whoever it is is a smart person to put on your roster. I'm not saying you need to pick them up high. I'm just saying if you get them, I would feel good about it. One of our social media questions from at Adam Inman was, would you like a Dallas and or San Diego rookie running back? And I think the answer here is yes for Dallas. Yes. I would say no. no. Not really for San, San Diego. Diego. No, no. But yes for Dallas. It's the offense, man. So just like the Chip Kelly stuff you talk about, you know, anybody can play in that offense, you know. Well, not to the point that they're taking any, it, but yeah. Yeah, it's yes. true. Anybody can play behind that line. So it's getting excessive at this point. But yeah. Well, let's get off really crazy. Let's boundaries. get off crazy town as we get back to somebody that we all know. AJ Green, love you. You're oh, still the man. I still I still am all about you. He had his worst year last year, but that doesn't doesn't matter. I just I just, I'm, he's still a legit people. Do not forget AJ Green. It's great. We have an great. adorable video of his wedding up on our Instagram page. Yes. His wife is Ugh. beautiful, and that Stop dress was it. out of control. Yeah. Congratulations, oh AJ Green. Congratulations. We support I you in your the life. dress. Oh, so good. So good. Yay, AJ Green. Yay. Way to be one of, one of the good ones thus far. 
Andre Johnson. I'm I'm into Pop. him too. Pot sleeper. This is a legit pick, you guys. Not going to be double teamed anymore. Have has an amazing quarterback throwing him the ball. A wonderful supporting cast. He's happy. He's happy. He's with his bestie again. You know that coach. Yeah. You could just eat him up. He seems so sweet. I I just think that. A I mean, Pagano. I hopefully, oh. oh my god. I just, I don't want people to, like, get him too high either. But I am excited for yeah. Andre Johnson. I do think this is going to be a, a great year for him, a comeback year. Um, but that doesn't mean he's your number one wide receiver, people. But Agreed. Don't, mm-hmm. don't draft him as number one. Um, you probably, if you're in a really, you know, edu- I don't know. I think you could get him as your number three wide receiver in some leagues. I think he will go that low. In some what? Ways, I think so. You don't think? You think about I think all the, I think everyone's in love with him right now. I Everyone do think wants in love with him. because of Andrew Luck. Let that Luck. cool down. Let it cool down. Hopefully. Maybe there'll be some crazy stuff. It's been a crazy offseason. There might be more. But people are going to take cool T.Y. over Andre Johnson. So I think you've got a shot at getting Mr. Number 3 wide out. I think on some a, people are going to take smaller. Andre Johnson. Some over people T-Y? are like no. losing their minds don't, over Andre okay, Johnson. Okay, don't do that. That's the best part about <laughs> Andre Johnson is that there's T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. Don't do that. Fresh legs, like really fast. Don't I do agree. that. But I will say the best thing about Andre Johnson, people do complain about his age, is that he has always been a huge, tough wide receiver. And those are the ones that last the longest people he's got great hands and he's tough he's not super fast no he's not going to be like ty hilton but he is that is what he's good for so don't don't worry don't pay too high don't don't go crazy that does now that worries me brandon people don't do that all right don't do this now you stressed her out sorry oh man Okay, real fast, ladies. A couple players who you were a little scared to draft this year that maybe you wouldn't have been previously. Well, I will say that, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with Jimmy Graham. I'll tell you why. I, I actually think he'll still be a top three guy. I, I don't think this is, like, a problem. My problem is I don't know where to draft him. And right. so it's going to be, you know, doing mock drafts, trying to figure it out, looking at his ADP. So it's really going to de- determine whether I draft him or not. He might be a great value or he might be a ripoff. But it's going to be hard to tell until we really get closer to the season. So I need to feel that out. So it's making me nervous. And yeah. I also wonder if I want to just wait and get like a Travis Kelsey or a Charles Clay now that he's in Buffalo. I mean, I think that. I wonder about the value aspect of Jimmy Graham going to Seattle, especially considering they, they don't pass as much. They will pass more with him there. That is obvious. But still, I, he, it's tough. I agree. 100%. Um, I will also say uh, the Browns. <laughs> Can I just, just lumping them Browns? all in together? I'm the Browns. I'm going to say the Browns um, because I have no idea what they're doing as a team. Right. Uh, they picked up Dwayne Bow, and when Dwayne Bow is your stud, there are tons of problems. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> it's yeah. like Josh McCown is your, your quarterback. Maybe, maybe Johnny Menzel, and maybe you're drafting another one. Maybe. I can't talk it's about my that. It's my favorite. Uh, the only thing that slightly interests me is the Terrence West and Isaiah Crowell situation, seeing how that works out. But even that is just so dubious. Um, yeah, you're really stretching on that. Yeah, those are mine. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Mine is Nick Foles. I'm not oh. I'm not excited nor scared. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued but I can't commit if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. he's you know pretty much hurt all last season but he's lights out the season before that, right? So he's, he's, it's kind of like where does this leave us, you know? Well, first of all this leaves the Rams in obviously a much better position than they were last year. But this leaves Foles in a worse position than he was in when he was phenomenal. Correct. So where does this leave you? Again, their wide receivers were all hurt last year. And, yeah. and, and the running back posi- position leaves little to be desired. 
You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm intrigued. You can maybe grab him as a backup. Um, it's around the size of your league. The Rams are always good for a flex, you know, kind of a sleeper for the wide receivers and, you know, a flex for the running back. But I just, I, I don't know where you can commit on Nick Foles. That's my thing. I'm not scared. I just don't know where to commit with him. Right. And then my next one is Jeremy Macklin. Oh. Again, not, not hating, Killer. not loving. So what's I interesting? I think you would love him, actually. Well, okay, well, okay, well, here's the thing. So obviously he's no longer an eagle. He is a chief now. And he locked up a $55 million deal for five years with 22.5 guaranteed. And this was $1 million more per year than the Eagles were willing to shell out. $55 million for zero touchdowns. For zero, it'll be zero. Yeah, right? I mean, and they're saying that they don't think they they paid too high. And here's the deal. Is that Jerry Macklin actually quietly had a really good season last year. He was the ninth best wide receiver. But it was quiet, right? I mean, you never really thought about Macklin being a top receiver in the league. You just did it. And he's always had a potential. The thing is, what I thought was funny is that Andy Reid actually said that he felt that Jeremy Macklin and Dwayne Bowe were about were pretty much even players. Although oh, this may, though this may have been a PC thing for him to say, he actually said this in an interview. He goes, "But I feel that Macklin gives the team a better deep ball threat," and I can feel Courtney just Love laughing it. right now, being like, Love "Seriously, deep ball, deep ball threat with Alex Smith?" I know. I actually yeah. wrote there. Courtney's going to say, "Deep ball threat with Alex Smith?" Yeah. What is he playing safety? Right, <laughs> and I will have to admit, you know, that he can catch the balls if it's a different quarterback throwing it to him deep. I mean, Smith had an average season last year. You know what we expected from him, but Reed must see something that we don't see to draft a player worth fifty-five million dollars for the deep ball threat when you have Alex Smith. So this must tell me they're going to be willing to open up the ball and let Alex Smith throw it, just chuck okay. it. But nonetheless, I have to say this is a downgrade for Jeremy Macklin. It just has to be. He's still worthy of picking up, obviously. But it's just, you know, I, I like that. You know, as a, I mean, I'm not a Bengals fan, but like, you know, they let Andy Dalton throw interceptions left and right. You know, let him, let Smith air the ball out. Let him air it out. it through a few interceptions, use your defense, you know, and get it the ball back. You know, it's, give it a chance. You know, let them. Let him try. And maybe he doesn't have the confidence to try. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see that duo. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, I think they also needed the leadership of Jeremy Macklin. I get that feeling. Like, I think that, that, that you know, Andy Reid really likes him, feels like he's a good energy, wants to bring him to the team. I, you know, I feel like they paid for uh, things that we don't see as fans as well. Yeah. Which is interesting. And he loves Alex Smith. So it's almost like he's doing Alex Smith a favor as well. And says, okay, I'm going to give you the receiver and I'm going to give you the reins to throw the ball. Do it. You can do it now. Yeah, I try not to question Andy Reid too much. I don't either. I feel like that's bad. Love the man. Love him. Um, You know, I am not too excited about the running backs coming out of the New York Giants. I love them all, and that's my problem. We are now in running back by committee. We've got three running backs. Shane Vereen, love him. Uh, Rashad Jennings, great. Andre Williams, fabulous guy to have behind them. But that is just constant sharing. And Rashad Jennings came out and said, oh, Shane Vereen just makes us a better team, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's true. He does. But in fantasy-wise, it scares me. I am afraid we're falling into the Saints. One catches, one runs. One gets hurt. The other one's not as good. I just... Don't say the Saints. Don't say I'm, just, I'm, I'm scary, hopeful. But why, Bad why? why? I see why, why it's we, scary, Courtney. Yeah. I mean, I'm still... I would still... Rashad Jennings, listen, I just... He, he gets injured a lot, and so does Vereen. But Vereen has that, he catches the ball, you know, and, and has so many yards after the catch. I, mean, I think it's a smarter choice. Um, but, you know, Rashad Jennings is great, too. This is my thing. They're both really good. I wish I think- Vereen would have been used more in the, it, with the Patriots so people could really see how great he is. 
But now he's got another team with three running backs. But don't you think that they're – at least I think they're going to use Rashad Jennings as the main guy, and they'll use Vereen out in space for receiving, essentially. I'm hopeful. Yes. Either but, way, it's but, still nervous for you to draft somebody. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they don't have any receivers to throw to. You know? It's like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot it's of not like they're going to be going to Vereen a lot. Like, there's a lot of people to share the ball to. A lot of components. And ODB yeah. is going to be getting the majority of that. And Victor opinion, Cruz comes so. back. And Victor and they Cruz love comes him. back. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of threats on that team. It's a little, it's a little overwhelming for me. And my last one is the New York or the New England Patriots defense. I've always loved drafting them, and you know they've had some really good games. They were sneaky good last year. They lost a lot of guys this offseason. Yeah. And it it's not gonna be the same defense. So, just warning you. Don't think of the Patriots, Super Bowl winners. Think of Patriots 2015. It's a different team. This does mean that Gronk is going to get the ball more because they're going to have to air it out, which just ups Gronk's. Just ups it up. Number one. He's number <laughs> one, people. Didn't mention him, but we all know. Love him. Most popular Gronk guy in America. Remember. Gronk to remember. Well, that's our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hop over to Her Fantasy Football com to subscribe to us and to blog talk radio backslash her fantasy football you can also listen to us on itunes and chat with us on twitter at her fantasy fb and on facebook backslash her fantasy football it's been good we'll see you next time until then no more faking it